0: Hanging with Dee's episode double nickel, I believe fifty-five. Mm. You threw me off there, you, you know. I did that on purpose. Didn't, didn't do your whole spiel. Just yeah. the final. Anyway, I am your host D's with me as always, Dylan, and it is Thursday. And full disclosure, I'm a little groggy, a little sore. Uh, I got my my rabies shot yesterday
1: your chip from the government
0: yeah yep yeah, my microchip that you know look i'm i'm definitely not liberal i would say if anything i'm libertarian i'm not like full blown conservative or whatever i am. i got the vaccine not so much for me but like for the people i'm around mm. uh i deal with you know the public a lot so um but I find that hilarious, the the conspiracy people that, oh, it's just, they're going to put a, you know, Bill Gates has got a little nano chip that. Yeah. Like, r- you're worried about being tracked. Meanwhile, you walk around all fucking day with an iPhone or an Android phone right. to your ear in your face. Like, it's just, I don't know. That's comical. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I got the, uh, the Johnson & Johnson single dose. Mm-hmm. And my arm feels like somebody hit it with a baseball bat. Mm. A little groggy. Um, so far, that's the only side effect I have. I, I know that it's, they say, a couple, three days. So hopefully. When did you get it? Yesterday afternoon. Ah, okay. And it's, I mean, I, kudos to them. Because th- for something that they are doing so much of, they have a pretty solid system. Mm-hmm. Um, my appointment was for 3:30 i got there and got in line at probably 3:15 mm-hmm. and i walked out the door at 3:56 okay so that's not bad at all yeah it it really wasn't cuz they like i said they you know they get you through the long line rather quickly and 15 minutes of that was after the shot they make you sit there to make sure that you're not going to have a allergic seizure or mm-hmm. something so they can stab you in the heart with an EpiPen or whatever the fuck yeah. they do. And John Travolta. Right. Um, And, and when they first gave me the shot, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've had shots before. You feel that sensation, and then it really hurt for a second. I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then that subsided, and I've been fine up until, like I said, today. Um, little soreness, but in in fairness, I've also been doing some work and things like that, so mm-hmm. it's not like I've just been – Sitting around doing nothing, I've probably worked out the muscle a little more than than usual. That's intended, maybe. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll see how the next couple of g- days go. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's enough of that shit. <clears throat> so today's show, uh, we got a few things to talk about, a uh, lot of little things, and then I plan to give my uh, brutally honest review. Of Outriders, which I've talked and hyped up on this show a couple Mm -hmm. times. Uh, It's an Xbox game just released last week, I think Thursday. Yeah, a week ago today, in fact, it went live. So I'll talk about that, too. Uh, But first things first, um, some things that happened since we last spoke. One being the Final Four. And, man, UCLA gave them everything they had but just couldn't hang on at the end. Gonzaga hit that unbelievable shot uh, in overtime. That, that was
1: the only basketball I've watched this year, was yeah, the last it, two minutes of regulation in like the OT. a,
0: probably a 25, 26-footer banked it at the buzzer in overtime to send Gonzaga to the championship. Uh, so hats off to UCLA. And for a team that wasn't on paper very good this year, now they're – you know how they come out with the way too early rankings Mm -hmm. they're ranked number two so apparently they've got some guys coming back Mm. illinois on the other hand who stayed Mm. in the top five all season long isn't ranked and we already know that their point guard is declared for the draft so uh, might be back to the lean years for illinois depending on what happens with recruiting hopefully this season will have gotten the attention of some studs out there right. and then we get to the championship well in the other final four game Baylor just absolutely demolished whoever it was they played now I'm drawing a blank was it, no, it wasn't. Houston Houston yeah Houston destroyed Houston and then we get to the championship the game that people have been talking about for basically the last two seasons because both of these guys were supposed to be really good last year too in the in the tournament of course we didn't have the tournament and they were supposed to play early this season, but Baylor had some COVID issues, so Baylor ended up having to cancel like three or four games. Gonzaga with history on the line, first team ever to run the table undefeated national championship since the field was expanded to 64 teams, and they got smoked. Yeah, they never bled. No, they, no, they got they never – once it was past 10 – yeah. I, I think they might have got to within nine, like midway through the second half. Mm. But they just turnover after turnover, couldn't hit any shots. And all of a sudden, Baylor was up like 15 and rode that wave through most of the first half. Uh, Gonzaga did, I think, cut it to like 11, 11 or 12 going into halftime. Mm. And they continued and, and kept. Some of that momentum, and like I said, I think they got within ten once, hmm. and I thought, okay, here we go. They're you know they're they're settled in, and then Baylor just put the clamps on again. Turnover, 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 three ball, and it's twenty again. it's just they, yeah, Baylor absolutely blew them out. Their defense is just smothering. One that's that's one of the better defensive performances I've seen in in a college tournament game like that they just there weren't very many open looks for gonzaga mm. i think there were three or four of like 14 or 15 from three-point line and I, I, I know it wasn't good mm. and yeah they just they got utterly destroyed so baylor um first national title so that's cool yeah uh, and and uh i think his name is scott drew i so, no what the head looking. coach he coached one of the small schools, and I know he's, I believe he's related to Bryce Drew as well. Co- coached one of the small schools and did pretty well. So they got this job at Baylor, and, you know, he promised to win tournament games, and, and he's he done won it. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been there for a while, but since he has been there, their program has been relevant. Mm-hmm. While they ain't always, you know, in the title game or anything. They have steadily become more and more of a power and more and more relevant. And these last few years, like I said, they've been very good. And it showed Monday night when they just decimated the the team that nobody could touch all year long. So yeah, congrats to Baylor. Uh, also, just some other tidbits. And we didn't mention it on the show, but we talked about it off the air, the whole Tiger Woods thing. Mm-hmm. They said that, how did they word
1: that? Well, initially they said they found a cause for the accident, but, but to perfect, uh, perfect, uh, protect Tiger's privacy, they weren't going to
0: announce it. Yeah, that's right. Which sounded kind of sketchy. Yeah, very. And, and we knew that they did a warrant, which was basically to like check the little black box or whatever that's in the car, and uh, probably tested his blood and this, that, and the other. But, yeah, we thought it was weird that they were like, we know what happened, but we're not going to tell you. Well, somebody told because it's out now. Mm -hmm. And did you see it?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: He was doing, like, 84 to 87 miles per hour, and when he hit a tree, In a a 40-mile-an-hour zone. Yeah, in a 40-mile-an-hour zone, and he hit a tree at 75 miles an hour. No wonder his leg is fucked.
1: Yeah, no shit.
0: So, uh... I mean, how do you not get a reckless driving charge out of that? I don't know. Or do you think he's going to eventually?
1: Possible. Definitely. I mean, 40 miles an hour over the speed limit. I mean, that's, yeah. that's on a bit much. Yeah, on a
0: road that is not, it isn't like a straightaway. No. You know, this that's is why like a, 40. an ocean side fucking, like, almost mountain road that he's whipping around. Well, I mean, he definitely paid the price. So maybe we're like, eh, you know what? This guy's is- Yeah. He he served his time with yeah. fucking bone sticking out of his leg. Right. So yeah, slow down, Tiger. Speaking of Tiger or Tiger Sport, at least the Masters uh, is on today. They have started, and r- early on, Matsuyama is leading. With uh, these are guys I don't even know about. Anyway, yeah, the Masters started today. Uh, it's Thursday, so it's nothing uh, too newsworthy just yet. Saturday is the day when you when I'll really start paying attention. I still probably won't watch a lot of it, but I know you you don't watch a second of golf, do you? No. Nah. During some of the majors, like at the Masters, if I see that it's close in like the back nine, I might flip it on and see. But yeah, I love to play golf, but yeah, watching it is just absolutely. Dismal. Yeah. So, yeah, we got that going on. Um, did you see the shooting? The shooting? The shooting that occurred last night? Mm-hmm. Ye- yesterday, basically. Yesterday afternoon, and then I think it ended after midnight. But, yeah, former NFL player. I did hear about shot that. Shot and yeah. killed five people and then killed himself. And Jesus. I hate, I mean, it's true. He's a former NFL player, but when they say that, I'm expecting it like somebody I've heard of, and this is a guy that was in the league for I think five years or six years and played on the same number of teams. Wow! Like he, he just bounced around. He obviously okay. never really stuck with anybody, but he killed his former doctor. His name was Philip Adams was the the player's name, and he killed a doctor who was seventy and his older wife. And then somebody that was there just working at the house, and then a five and nine year old grand grandkid of the doctor, which is Jesus. disgusting. Yeah, um, yeah, nine and five were the ages, and um, so I guess they were tracking him down, and I don't know if he if they were getting close or what, but he ended up basically shooting himself, killing himself after midnight last night.
1: That says CTE written all over it.
0: Well, yeah he he had a severe an- ankle injury. In his uh, rookie season 2010, he had surgery, several screws. Uh, and that was with the Niners. He was a seventh round draft pick. And then he had two concussions over three games in 2012. Ooh. Ouch. With the Raiders. And I was trying to see what other teams he had played for. There was like four teams listed on there, but yeah. Not a good look. No. But uh and the doctor, like I said, that he killed at some point had treated him for one of these injuries. Hmm. Don't know which one, or if it might be it was something after his football career or whatever, but Yeah. yeah, scary situation. Yeah. All right. Uh moving on. Deshaun Watson we we have more now it's up to 22 we were at 21 uh a week ago and one of them has actually filed a police report yeah. which means that now the there is a police investigation they will not comment anything until they you now decide what they're going to do so um it's getting a little traction Plus, we had two women actually come forward and make statements. One of them actually made a live statement. The other one basically just had a wrote a letter and had it read. Um, but, yeah, we now know the identity of two of the women. And there's a motion in court today to find out the identity of another one because she's listed on the lawsuit as Jane Doe, and that's not legal in Texas. So I'm sure no. that's going to be handled pretty soon. But it, it's just... It just looks worse and worse for Deshaun every day. Um, Nike has suspended their endorsement deal with with Deshaun, and Beats by Dre has just flat-out terminated it. Right.
1: I heard that he is projected to lose $8 million in endorsement deals
0: from those two. Yeah, and I got a feeling he's going to lose more than that. Yeah. And... Other than the women, if this is true, let's just go with that. Other than the women, because, you know, I don't want to start that whole pissing match. You know who the biggest losers are out of this? Who's that? The Texans. Yeah. They had, I mean, they could have gotten a gold mine for this guy. Right. And they're like, nope, we're not trading him. He's going to fucking play here and he's going to like it. Well, now... He's not going to play. Here. You're getting to the point now where you're not going to be able to trade him for a warm cup of piss,
1: right? Have you seen that meme where it's uh, a side by side of Dave Chappelle? It's like the Texans in I don't know March goes, eh, uh, three first round picks for Deshaun. That's not enough. Stop playing. The other one is him, like as Tyrone Bigsby, the crackhead scratching himself. <laughs> says, "Uh, we'll take a seventh round pick in the password to your Netflix account." <laughs> That's I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's where it's it's going. They could have literally turned that into two to three years of stockpile picks to rebuild that team. Right. And now again, as it sits right now with no, you know, solution or, or end to this lawsuit thing, I can't see a team giving up at first no, to take no, that no, risk. No, 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 no. Definitely not. I sec- I don't even know that you could get anything higher than a fourth right now. Well, that's a good question. Let's say you're
1: GM for the Steelers. What, what, you have to make an offer for them. What do you make? Not like the Roonies would force uh, you into trading yeah. for someone like that, but let's say you did fifth rounder.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mason Rudolph and a fifth. Just to get Mason off. Well, yeah, you're gonna to have to create a a, a space for him right. anyway. And look, it, Haskins. We don't know what we have with Ben. We know is leaving, but um, Rudolph. Yeah, the, just to give him a quarterback to do something with. Texas, Oklahoma. Oh wait, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Mason was
1: Oklahoma State. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, they're uh, getting a little closer to home. But yeah, I just I and I that. I would have to like think about that one before I pulled the trigger. Because, like I said, when it first came out, that you know maybe a couple women were talking about it, that eh, could be some bullshit. But now we're up to like twenty-two actual lawsuits, an actual police investigation. We've actually seen and heard from a couple of the women that, unless they're really good actors, they they played the part pretty well. Mm. Um. Yeah, it's like going to be hard to touch him. Yeah, it really is. And again, this regardless of what happens, um, because it's a civil suit and a civil suit, you don't have to prove as much as you have to prove in a criminal no, suit. Definitely not. Which is why the whole criminal case may never amount to anything because it's at this point it's just a lot of like he said she said and, yeah, and without any physical beyond reasonable doubt yeah with without any physical evidence they're going to have a really hard time even getting it to court because if the grand jury doesn't if they don't think they can get a conviction mm-hmm. they won't officially file charges and i without a smoking gun i i don't think that it's going to go that way but in a civil suit it's basically 51 49 right preponderance of evidence is the, the term that they use but that was the term I was
1: trying to think of. Yeah. yeah.
0: If if they <clears throat> if they just have you leaning towards eh, he did some shady shit, then that's a guilty verdict mm-hmm. in a, in a civil suit. So what's going to probably end up happening is, is there's going to be settlements, mm-hmm. which in the court of public opinion means well, you're fucking guilty, you mm-hmm. feel guilty, so you're paying him. Mm-hmm. And he will he'll get just dogged for the rest of his career every time he goes into an opposing team stadium
1: Mm.
0: same way like Vic or Roethlisberger or any other of these guys that go into an opponent stadium they'll you know Ray Lewis for years yeah yeah Yeah. old stabbing Ray you know (laughs)
1: yeah by the way I don't think he actually did that I do
0: do I think he killed him no do I think he knows what the hell happened and was involved absolutely okay there's no doubt in my mind that Ray Lewis knows what happened that night and did whatever to cover for somebody. I, 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 just, I really believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he killed the guy, but he I, knows he did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In my opinion, allegedly. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Deshaun's going to fight that for the rest of his career unless these women eventually come out and say, you know what, we were fucking lying. Even if they do, it's uh, that's a stigma that will sit for him for a long time, to the point where I mean, can you imagine the way the the whole woke cancel culture society is right now? Mm-hmm. The, even the people that will just protest in Texas, mm-hmm. although Texas is pretty conservative, they're like, fuck them. But mm. still, I, I this is gonna follow him for a long time. Oh yeah, and it'll. Probably work out for the best that he doesn't play this year, and i I think that's where it's going before it's yeah. all said and done. I can't imagine with all these lawsuits going on and things going on. I can't imagine Goodell and the n f l saying oh go ahead and play it we're we're good'cause that's nah. gonna that's a huge black eye, especially after all the shit with Ray Rice and the domestic violence thing, you know he's going to have to send a message that I don't care what is going on right now." Obviously, they're you know you're doing some shit that you probably shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing, so yeah, you're gonna sit. And I think on the very very conservative side, he's gonna sit four games.
1: Oh, I think it'll be longer than that. I do
0: too. I'm just saying it will. At the that's point, what Ray Re- Rice
1: got, and people lost their minds.
0: Yeah, so. at the bare minimum, I think he'll get four. But Ray Rice, yeah, Ray Rice was bull. Ray Rice should have that was on video too I yeah mean that's... and he knocked knocked her fucking unconscious and then drug her out of the elevator so i'm not saying what deshaun did was any better um but there was physical video evidence of, mm-hmm. of what ray rice did and we mm-hmm. don't have that of, of deshaun watson but yeah he's there's no way he plays 17 games this year no so uh other little uh snippets uh Justin Fields continues to Oh, big trade before I get to Justin Fields. Big trade. Sam Darnold. Yeah. Goes to Carolina for a sixth, sixth rounder this year and a second and a fourth next year. Mm-hmm. What what's your initial thoughts on the, the at the price there?
1: Um, I think it's good for both teams involved, honestly um i mean the jets they even said it after making the trade the gm held a press conference and he straight up said well you know we're, we're taking a quarterback with the second pick and pretty obvious who it is it's going to be zach wilson he didn't say that part i'm at yeah on. It's, he said it's going to be a quarterback and um yeah i mean i think it's a good move kick the tires on carolina can kick the tires on him for a year see where they're at and if he if they don't think he's any good then okay they can move on but
0: but they can't do that, and I'll tell you why here in a second. But as far as the price, my first initial reaction was, "Man, that's low." Like, why couldn't the Steelers have pulled the trigger? I mean, I thought of that too, but it but it's really it's. I mean, it's a second rounder is still a pretty fucking good pick, so I, I think it's as it stands right now, it's fair. Yeah, if Sam Darnold gets some help. In Carolina, he's already got the best, you know, one of the best running backs in the world if he can keep him healthy. But if if he's got the weapons around him and a solid team, solid coaching, let's just say he turns into just a a monster, Mm -hmm. then it's a steal. Right. Whereas if he comes in and completely falls on his ass, then it's, you know, they got got fleeced Mm. because you've given up now three picks. So it's. We won't really know the winner of this trade for a few years, right? I mean, like Bottom a sixth line.
1: round pick, sixth round. Yeah, this get... year
0: is nothing, but the next year's second and fourth. Yeah. yeah, those are quality picks, right? Um, it's, so now that begs the question: Where does that leave Teddy Bridgewater? Um, probably competing with Sam Darnold in preseason until he gets traded. Do you think they'll trade? Do you, so you think that he'll be on the roster in the preseason and they'll try and work something out like um, before the season starts
1: more than likely
0: yeah or maybe like, even I mean, before I could, that i could see that
1: maybe mini May camp well, i don't know how many if they're doing many mini camps this year with you know uh
0: i think they're going to try and do some type of otas i don't okay. know if it's going to be quite what it was Um, But I think there is going to to be some semblance of an off-season program. Right. Well, I guess if that happens and they like what they see with Sam, they might just trade Teddy then. Yeah. And here's the the catch with Sam Darnold. Mm -hmm. He's got a fifth-year option that is a team option. Mm -hmm. But they have to exercise that option uh, like Mm mid-May of this year. Okay. So they won't really get to see him. I mean, unless they have an OTA planned in you know, sure. April or early May, uh, they're going to have to decide it's a $22 million option. And they have to decide if they're going to exercise that. And if they don't, he's a free agent next season. Mm. If they do, then they've got him for two years. Okay, So it's one of those deals where they got to ride or die. Right. Yeah. Um, and... If they exercise that option, which all the talking heads and all signs point to the fact that they are going to, in fact, do that and lock him in for two years, I think you got to let Teddy go. Yeah. Let him try and trade him or let him seek a trade because there's teams out there that could use him. And if you're really serious about winning, get what you can get for him. Sure. I mean, at this point, I think you could probably get third rounder, at least at least a fourth yeah maybe a third depending on the team i wouldn't be against bringing teddy bridgewater in no me to, neither to sit for a year behind ben and be like look you know because i think Bridgewater's a pretty solid quarterback yeah and i i'd be i would love sam darnold but again with the right team around him i don't think you know teddy bridgewater would be a bad place no uh the bears who that was who came to mind for who me are still just getting absolutely destroyed, especially now that we see what Sam Darnold went for and the bears, you know, could have pulled the trigger on that. Instead, they get the red rocket for 10 <laughs> million. Um, but yeah, there's, that's another team that could definitely, you know, look at a quarterback situation. Saints too. Could go back to new Orleans.
1: Probably not because they brought back famous Jameis and Taysom, And yeah, that's a crowded quarterback room, I guess. But. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm trying to – didn't didn't Bridgewater play? Wasn't that the year that Breeze got hurt?
1: Yeah, he had the best year of his career. That's right. Yeah, he played like eight games, and they were undefeated.
0: So, Which basically led him to signing the deal that he signed in Carolina, correct? Yep. Yeah, because yeah, Bridgewater came out and looked awesome, and then he got hurt in Minnesota.
1: Yeah. And then horrifically was out for like two years. Yeah,
0: then they like I said, they brought in Kirk Cousins, so he never really had an opportunity to get his job back, went to New Orleans.
1: Uh uh-uh. Went to the Jets for the preseason.
0: Oh, really? Mm hmm. Well, and no, looked good
1: and got traded to New Orleans and was the backup for Breeze and then Breeze got hurt and yeah, that that's huh. what happened. Yeah.
0: So yeah, like I said, I would uh I'd be all over Teddy Bridgewater if we could get him on the cheap. No question. Uh, what else we got in the NFL? Justin Fields is going to have another pro day. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Not really sure why this first one not go well, or I, I thought it went pretty well because that's what I heard too. Yeah. Most of the draft boards have him going in, in the top five. Uh, some of them still have Mac Jones going number three but there are some that are saying that the 49ers are going to take him after moving up and trading with uh, Miami. Taking fields. So, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. I don't know. That- oh, well, let's see. Because of a scheduling conflict with another prominent pro day, San Francisco general manager John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan were in, unable to attend the Ohio State first pro day on March 30th. And – as they hoped and expected, they'll get another chance. Ohio State slated to have a second pro day of 14th. And so I guess they're just doing it because, you know, there were somebody else big had a pro day the same day and they want to give, you know, everybody a shot. And that's that's fine. I'd, you know why wouldn't you do that? You got nothing better going on. Showcase these guys the, the best you can. It's a good point. Why not do multiple pro days? Yeah, especially when you've got all these quarterbacks. First off, well, why would you schedule your pro day? I, I would think you guys that the, the colleges might collaborate, mm-hmm. especially if you know you've got like a potential top ten or or even first round pick. Mm-hmm. Just be like, okay, but again, that's probably hard to do. But right, um, maybe the NFL could step in and be like, okay, look, we're gonna set aside three weeks here, and we've got calendars, pro days, or you know, sign up for a spot and it's first come, the combine. first serve. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that.
1: <laughs> Which I mean, they're not having this. Yeah, year. but they
0: still have pro days. All right. You know, even after the Combine, a lot of players don't even work out at the Combine. They're like, I'm going to wait for my pro day. Mm. But either way, this is uh, Justin's big chance to maybe slide into that number three spot. Because as it sits right now, I see a lot of mocks still have Mac Jones going number three to the Niners. Yeah. And I don't know. man. Who are you taking? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I honestly, I have to take Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Yeah.
1: Well, lead with, I don't like either one. Um, if I had to take one, um, I I think I'd have to go with Fields, to be honest. Um, bigger upside with his athleticism. He didn't uh, – granted, granted, Ohio State is great, but he didn't have as much receiver help as Mac Jones The talent had. around him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones, good God. he's His top two receivers are going to go in the
0: first round. Yeah.
1: Like, top ten maybe. So, I,
0: that's probably where I would lean. Overall, I would say Mac Jones faced tougher competition, but no. he had a better team around him. Mm-hmm. The big red flag for me on Justin Fields, while he looked great against Clemson in the playoff game, he did not look great against Northwestern and and Alabama. Right. Other than that, I mean, you take away those two games and he had a pretty good year. Yeah. And I'm not an Ohio State fan and I agree with you that, you know, we've never had an Ohio State quarterback in the pros that was worth a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Eventually, you got to think that somebody's going to break that trend. Right. And maybe it's Justin Fields, especially with the way that the NFL offenses have been trending these last few years with the athletic mobile quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, and Shanahan's super creative. So, you know, he, he'd find a lot of cool ways to use him. And, and San
0: Francisco's got talent there.
1: Yeah, They're not in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, offensively. I mean, they're a running team, mm-hmm. first and foremost. But you could see that becoming like a Baltimore situation if, you know, I don't know who they have coming back as far as they're running the game, but uh, he's, it's a Shanahan, and we know that, you know, good running games run in that family. Oh, yeah. So if you've got a very strong running game, and then you bring in this athletic quarterback that can add to that running game and can throw the ball decently, mm-hmm. it, it – even if you don't have the world-beating receivers, you can still make some shit happen. Look at Baltimore; they, you know, they haven't had a superstar receiver, but they're still contending because they run the ball so well.
1: Right. That and Mac Jones is very similar to Jimmy Garoppolo, so it's like well, that's not much of an upgrade, in my
0: opinion. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And speaking of Garoppolo. That's still a big question mark. I would honestly probably
1: go with Trey Lance of the three.
0: See, I'm not so sure because, I mean, we're talking North Dakota State.
1: Carson Wentz went to North Dakota. Oh, that doesn't help my cause much, does it?
0: Well, we're kind of hard on Carson Wentz. He had one horrible year. Yeah. And which, it was horrible. Yeah. But before that... It, The only knock on him was he couldn't stay healthy. Mm -hmm. So uh, I won't sit here and say that, "Eh, well, he's trash because he Mm -hmm. went to North North Dakota State. But, again, it's North Dakota State. It's not like he faced all pro defenses. Mm -hmm. Steve McNair went to corn
1: State. Yeah, uh, again,
0: he might be a stud. And and on paper, he looks pretty good. But all the the mocks and everything I'm seeing, like I said, has Justin Fields and – Mac Jones sliding up in there. You don't really hear much of anything about Kyle Trask. Right. And so he... He's going to be a second round. Yeah, it seems like he is falling. Uh, Speaking of Florida, though, what you are hearing is Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Is just skyrocketing up to the point where...
1: uh, Best player in the draft.
0: He could go as early as four to Atlanta. Yeah. Is is a strong rumor. Um, They're saying that he's got... Like Shannon Sharp, size with with good speed and the biggest wingspan ever recorded in a yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. is it not like
1: eight feet or something? Yeah, like it's that?
0: ridiculous. Right. And he's super athletic. So yeah, he's he's top ten for sure. And again, very strong possibility that he's going to go to Atlanta at number four. They might trade out of that though. A- and that's yeah, that's a possibility too. But. He won't make it out of the top 10, I I definitely think. Um, My wish list, of course, is still Najee Harris for Pittsburgh at 24. Uh, The Dolphins are rumored to be looking at a running back, though, at 18. and Hmm. Stay away from him Hmm. because I would much rather have Najee Harris than Travis Etienne. Hmm. But I don't think I will hate having Travis Etienne because I think he's tough. He just needs to put on a little more weight. Um, what else were we going to get to? Oh, Aaron Rodgers ho- hosted Jeopardy. Yes. Did you see that clip? Uh, absolutely. That. Was, uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to see that. Um, I didn't see a single second of the show other than that end, but the end of it where <laughs> it was final Jeopardy. And of course in final Jeopardy, you make a wager and then you write out your answer, which is of course the form of a question. And he gets to the first guy and the The answer that he wrote down, of course, in the formal question was who wanted to kick that field goal, and you could tell Aaron was just uh hes he was reading it, and he almost stopped in the middle once he figured out what the guy was writing, then <laughs> he just looked he was like that's a great question, yeah, because <laughs> i it's not right, I wish it were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah that uh that was funny i- mm-hmm. I enjoyed that yeah. and he's still being. I mean, you watch McAfee all the time, and Mm -hmm. I saw – I didn't see what happened on the show, but he's still leaving it open. I don't care what both sides are saying. Somebody, whether it's the Packers or Aaron Rodgers, is not happy and is basically laying the foundation for this relationship is going to end one way or another. First off, you don't trade up into the first round to take a quarterback to just sit there. right. now jordan love is in the plans hmm. and it's just a matter of how quickly they they're either going to have to trade him or or let rodgers go one right. of the two because i don't why would you spend that draft capital to move up grab jordan love and then just make him sit there hmm. now some people will say oh well the packers did it with Favre. but they didn't trade up or anything right. they just Rodgers fell to him. He, yeah, he fell to him. And he was, like, him. a top
1: – a lot of teams – a lot of people thought he would go first overall, so – Well,
0: yeah, he was projected, like, to at least top ten. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, th- I remember that was one of those moments where, like, man, just take the camera off the poor guy. Yeah. He's literally walked into, at the time, New York, thinking he's probably a top five pick, and nobody's taking him. Nobody's taking him. He just keeps falling, 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 until finally Green Bay took him at 24, I believe. I believe, yeah. And – um and he sat for what? Three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. So, but I really don't think they, I think they expected Favre to kind of drop off and that didn't mm-hmm. happen. And we know what happened. He Favre still was playing at a high level, but they finally had to make the decision that we need to, you know, move right. on to this guy. Right. And I think that's where they're at now. It's like they're, they think they've gotten all the mileage that they can get out of him. So they're going to move on to their, quarterback and maybe and then Aaron won MVP this year well that's what I'm saying like maybe they're they're a little cocky because they had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Brett Favre and they let him go and replaced him with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time who
1: I think is even better than Favre. probably yeah he doesn't throw nearly the interceptions yeah I'd rather yeah I mean uh, I'd rather have Rogers and Favre
0: yeah but game on the line in their prime. Two minutes, I'm still taking Favre. He's just. I'll take Rodgers. Yeah, Favre will throw a pick. I'll take Rodgers. <gasps> Not. A, uh, I'll uh, I'll take. Did Favre.
1: in Minnesota. Did in his last game with the Packers. That was
0: Minnesota. He was like fucking fifty when he played for Minnesota.
1: He was still playing very well. Yeah. He had statistically the best year of his career that year. Oh Rodgers! Again, his last year in Green Bay, NFC title game throws a pick to lose it against the Giants. So. I'll take Rogers. don't get me wrong I wouldn't if <laughs> if it was like a draft and you had it was down to us and you took Rogers and I got Favre. I wouldn't be sad don't get me wrong but
0: yeah I don't know I just maybe it's my personal like for Favre and the way he played the game <laughs> but either way yeah I don't think there's a loser in that that situation
1: oh don't get me wrong I love me some Brett Favre it's just you know less turnovers with Rogers.
0: Uh, Then we had Tom Brady in the news where he went on Good Morning America and made a shocking revelation that he figured out that the Patriot way isn't the only way. Yeah. (laughs) No shit. Right. Um, I'm interested to see how that whole situation will eventually play out. I think when all this is said and done, somebody's got to write a book. Oh, yeah. And. I think the well, relationship between Brady and Belichick was a lot more strained than we've ever known.
1: If that book that just came out over I think it was last summer's to be true, that's the truth.
0: Who wrote a book?
1: There was a book called I think it's called The Dynasty or whatever. It was it it's just written not by an insider or anyone, but basically about that Patriots dynasty by dynasty and how there was strain between Belichick and Brady and yeah. I can't believe you didn't hear about it. No. It was all over sports Was show. it
0: somebody like in Boston sports writing? I think so. I would hope so. I mean, yeah. I could write that book. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I would hope it's somebody that's got some actual insider information. Right. But, yeah, I, I definitely think there's a lot to that story that we don't know. And, I mean, for that matter, I mean, Brady had nothing but praise for Arians. But I, I think Arians and him butted heads on some things, too, early on. Ari- yeah. Arians called, flat out called him out on his – you know, bullshit. And, mm-hmm. But at the same time, once Brady kind of got in a no huddle and started doing things his way, good things happened. So mm-hmm. who's to say? And speaking of the Bucks, have you seen any, like, all 22 starters are back. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And when one of the last people signed on Instagram, mm-hmm. did you see this?
1: Yes, I did see this.
0: They put a graphic on that basically says, you know, we back back. Get all, you know, Tampa Bay returning all 22 starters. And Antonio Brown replied, sign AB. Yeah. That's all he said. Sign AB. And then one of the linebackers replied to that. We're just waiting on you. Mm-hmm. And turns out that the Bucks, and again, these are just the stories that are out there. Uh, the Bucks are offering him salary in the 4 to 6 million dollar range, you know, basically a solid vet wide wide receiver mm-hmm. price. And he is wanting like Corey Davis money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your you're luck, not, kid Yeah, it's somebody's going to crack and I think it's going to be AB. Yeah. Uh look, you can either come here and, you know, sign a median deal because you're still going to be fucking rich Mm -hmm. and maybe when one or who knows fucking Brady might play till he's 50. Uh, I know. (laughs) Speaking of Brady have not received a text from that son of a bitch since then. Bastard. Yeah. Color me shocked. Right. So yeah, I'm real interesting to see who will pull the trigger on that because I mean, AB, he showed he can still play. Yeah. And if he keeps his fucking mouth shut, I have no doubt that he's a number one receiver. Hmm. Let's bring him back. No. no yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I rode that horse, and yeah, no. Uh, and then I'm still shocked that Le'Veon Bell hasn't found a team. I mean, there's yeah, neither's right? James Conner, but James Conner kind of has an injury stigma to him. Duke but.
1: Johnson too. I know he's still available. Like,
0: yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm taking Conner or bell before i well yeah you know if i'm looking for a running back i mean if i would just want a pass catching guy then yeah duke johnson would be a solid sign but, mm. but yeah i and i think once we get into the the heat of the summer and rosters really start to take shape of course we got the draft uh once the draft is all over then i think we'll see some of these second and third tier free agents find homes right so they can get into whatever Semblance of an OTA program they're going to have, right. and, and go from there. So that's uh, that's where we are with football. Uh, baseball has kicked off. Not a whole lot to talk about because we're only like literally one week into the season. Cubs were in first place for like a day or two. And-
1: oh, did you hear? I think it was yes. Was it yesterday or the day before that? During. I can't remember who the Astros were playing, but a bunch of people threw inflatable, inflatable
0: tra- trash cans. Yes, yeah. I did see that. That was hysterical. Um, you know, there was one thing I wanted to look at, and that was Tatis. I can't remember what team it was either that before
1: the Astros took the field, they played the Carrie Underwood song before he cheats. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, the other day, Fernando Tatis Jr., who, if you recall, signed that monster contract in the offseason for like three, oh, yeah, 14-year, $340 million contract that he signed in the offseason. And the other day, it was like the second or third game, uh, Monday, so it might have been their fourth game, took a real hard swing and immediately dropped the bat and grabbed his shoulder. And you just think, oh, he's fucked. Uh, And he he swung so hard that he partially dislocated the shoulder. Holy fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Like, settle down, dude. You got 159 more of these games. Um, Further exam showed a slight labrum labrum tear that's very consistent with said uh, uh, dislocation. God. Uh, but the good news is they're saying he doesn't need surgery. And for now, he's on the 10-day DL. Don't think he'll be back in 10 days. That'll probably be two to three weeks or so because that is a – that's a painful thing even if it's only a partial dislocation. Man, the, the soreness that you have there, especially when you're swinging a bat and diving around in the infield. But at least they dodged a bullet or so far. right? So, yeah, I – I believe that's going to be all for the sports world. Um, Well, the Bulls, we talked about the Bulls made the big trade, and then they, like, proceeded to lose their next six games, I think it was. (laughs) Yeah, it was ugly. Wow. But uh, they've been playing a lot better. They've gotten a couple wins now, so hopefully they can right the ship and get back into the playoff picture. Now, having said and done all of that, uh outriders i've talked about it a few times uh it's kind of a to looter shooter mm-hmm. this is going to be my brutally honest review looter shooter um it's not it's a third person like over the shoulder view of the character mm-hmm. and it's like an rpg slash fps or but it's third person um made by people can fly which was uh, their claim to fame was they made Gears of War Judgment. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Initial first thought was it's a lot like Borderlands in terms of you're running around shooting, using special powers. You've got four classes you can choose from. Uh, There's a Pyromancer, kind of a long to medium range guy then they've got a devastator who's like the tank version Mm -hmm. then they've got a trickster who kind of teleports around and throws blades and then a Necromancer, technomancer who does some weird shit also but um and it's only a three-player online game that's weird why are you making four classes if you're only gonna let three of us play um but yeah very like i said it and the graphics wise very Gears of War ish, okay, and it's on the Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. which is the same as Gears of War, and of course people can fly. Did Gears Judgment, uh, so the movement mm-hmm. is very Gears of War ish. The cover system, the when you like jump, you do the diving roll, and you mm-hmm. can do it backwards, forwards, things like that. Even the gunplay, very Gears of War ish. Um, but, again, this is all the Unreal Engine. I'm not saying that it's because they did Judgment. It's the Unreal Engine that they're working with that uh, just went from that. Uh, that being said, first couple of days on the game, they had massive problems. That's what I heard. Massive problems. In fact, they released on Thursday, and immediately there were issues with uh, their big selling point was cross-play. Mm-hmm. Can play with um, as an Xbox guy. I can play with PlayStation, I can play with PC on Steam, on whatever other formats they have, mm. but it didn't work. Mm. Cross play, like you could, and I did this. One of my friends is on PC, and you can connect with them, mm-hmm. but literally within a couple of minutes, one of you is gonna disconnect because apparently there is a desynch- desynchronization somewhere in the code. That they have to figure out, and they say they're going to address it in a patch. Fine. But then came Friday. Mm-hmm. Nobody could play Friday. Hmm. Other than like a few minutes here and there. The servers m- just completely melted. And you got people on Twitter, and they're bitching. And they're like, well, that's because you gave it away for free to the fucking cheapos on Game Pass. First off, asshole, suck my dick. I pay for Game Pass more than you pay for live. So. They should give us some rights to some decent games every now and then. So eat my ass. Secondly, hmm. if you, as a publisher, you should plan for that shit. Right. You know that you're, you know, people are like, it, because it wasn't announced for Game Pass until like two weeks before the release, mm-hmm. that's when it was announced. They knew that they were going Game Pass well before that two weeks. Mm-hmm. Get your fucking servers ready. Right. And that was Friday. And they didn't really get them fixed, fully fixed, until, like, Sunday night. It was very intermittent and sketchy. And when I did get on to play... uh, Can I stop you for one second? I have a question. Is there any single
1: player, or is this basically, if online's down, you can't really do much of anything?
0: Yeah, no. There's no offline mode. Okay. You can run it solo, strongly fucking strongly strongly don't recommend running solo and i'll get to that in a second mm. um but yeah there is if you're if their servers are down you're fucked mm. and if you don't have live or anything like that you're fucked you mm. can't play it mm. Salt. So, it's yeah has to be online okay. which they've been getting hammered for on that okay um i made a pyromancer which is cool he's got you know he can throw waves of fire and flame on and shit yeah, yeah it's it, it was really cool it wasn't until after the Burped fact turn the mic again yeah excuse me you know what fuck face <laughs> let me tell you about a, a, a man that made a fucking career out of burping and farting and all this other stuff into the microphone okay yeah his name's howard fucking stern mm. maybe you've heard of him he's only the greatest radio guy in the history of radio Still going strong. So, yeah, I'm going to burp in the goddamn microphone. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) so I made this Pyromancer. And like I said, early game, it was fairly cool, was kind of challenging. But then I got online and, you know, there's like tips and tricks and things like that. And one of the first things I read was, uh, if you're running a Pyromancer, Solo's probably not going to be your best option, mm. especially early game, and man was it a struggle. Sue, so, cuz they just the enemies just keep coming mm-hmm. and you can only use there's a cooldown for your powers and you can only do so much and eventually you just get overwhelmed. Mm. Which brings me to a couple of things that I fucking hate about the game. So let's say you're on a mission to you have to go kill this captain and it'll be in stages. You fight this wave and clear a door and go into the next area and fight that wave and clear rocks and go into the next area and fight that wave. And then the captain's there. This sounds very familiar. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. So let's say you do all that and then you get killed by the captain Instead of having checkpoints at each section that you cleared, uh -uh, you start the whole fucking thing over again.
1: That sounds fucking awful.
0: Yeah. To the point where multiple, multiple times, I strongly considered never playing it again. Hmm. I was just because I didn't pay for it. So I'm like, fuck this game. It's fucking bullshit. And one of my guys, the same guy that's on PC, also has it on Xbox. Playing it with people is a lot more fun. It is more challenging because it seems like there are more enemies. But running it solo when you get into those situations is just, oh, fucking head splitting. But as I've now leveled the character up to, I think I'm like level 25 now. And in, in fairness, I haven't beat the whole game yet, but I feel like I'm getting kind of close. Uh, but I've leveled up and my powers have gotten better. My weapons have gotten better. It's, A little more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But they have a system on there that the difficulty adapts as you play. Okay. There are 15 what they call world tiers. World tier one is like infant, and Mm -hmm. world tier four is considered hard. Five, expert, six, master, and so on and so forth. And... As you play and you're kicking ass, you're, you'll are you level up your world tiers. Mm-hmm. But then once you start, like, for example, I got to world tier six because I was playing with other people. World tier six solo for me as a pyromancer.
1: Po- impossible.
0: I won't say impossible, but very, very fucking difficult. Hmm. Some of the missions, yeah, I don't think I can pass. And the beauty of that is you can turn it down in game, uh-huh. mid, mid fight. I can go and knock down the world tier and it brings the, the difficulty and the power the of the enemies down. Right. So numerous times I'll get to a point where I'm like, all right, fuck this. And I bring it down mm-hmm. and then it's passable. Problem is, I mean, once you clear a world tier, mm-hmm. you can't lose that. At least I, I don't think. But like as I was working through World Tier 6, you gain more and more. But then, let's say you try the same mission like three or four times and keep dying, you lose progress. Oh. I haven't gotten all the way to where I've lost a whole World Tier yet. Right. I, I've heard that it can happen, but I haven't seen it yet. But as I'm playing this solo on World Tier 6, I'm thinking, how in the fuck are there guys running through this at World Tier 15? Right. I mean, granted, maybe the one of the other classes are better, but, but yeah. So overall, it's an okay game. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very happy. I did not spend sixty nine dollars for it because, as one of the bigger Gears of War fans in the world, you know this. I mm-hmm. played the shit out of it. Judgment was trash. Uh, Judgment was Baird and Cole, which I loved. I, the story wasn't bad, but the gameplay was terrible because all the gameplay was was you would have some cut scenes, a little bit of this, and then you would go into the area and basically have, like, a horde match. Yeah,
1: you remember this? Yeah, I was the one that pointed it out to you. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: cut scenes stringed together with horde matches, yeah. Yeah, and horde was you fight wave after wave of enemy, maybe move to the next area, and same thing. And it's the same thing with Outriders. Mm. And that, like, I tried telling this to m- my guy who is sucking Outriders dick right now. He he loves it. And that's fine. To each his own. But I'm like, dude, this is, this is judgment. As far as the gameplay, it, it's judgment with just a different story. Now, it's a little better than judgment in the fact that, like, you move throughout the world while they'll... I believe they say that they're open world. It's not open world. It is... Uh, you can go different areas and travel back and forth, but it isn't like you can just go roam the plains. Like, you have set paths that you can go to to a right. area of the map, and that's it. Like, that kind of sounds
1: like the last God of War game, where technically it is open world, but it's not like open (laughs) like there are clear paths like this goes here this goes here you
0: know what i mean yeah and it's each area that you go to is it's pretty narrow as far as like you're literally running through mountains and then a forest and you're on like a path and then the area will open up Mm. to sometimes other paths or it's open up because this is where a fight is going to happen and you fight other other people shooting at you. And then there's a lot of monsters and things that you do as well. Uh, so, yeah, if I were going to rate it on a scale of one to 10, five, six, maybe mm. the weapons are kind of drab. Um, they do have some cool mods to them that, you know, make them a little bit better. Um, but there really aren't a lot of weapons. You just find the same weapons higher level. And with better mods that mm. like some of them might strike lightning down every time you shoot from a new clip or it might freeze a guy. And so there there are some cool aspects to it. But I just wish that so not similar to Borderlands. Where yeah. It's like where that, Borderlands that had like a fucking like infinite amount of guns right. and levels. And um, they do have legendary. The legendary guns look really cool. I've only found two so far, but that's because my world tier, I'm playing, like I said, five or six. Supposedly, when you're up in the past ten, you get more drops like that. That makes sense. Um, But they look really cool. I've got two right now. One of them is solid, but I'm almost to the point where it's no longer useful. Mm. And the other one that I just got is a sniper, and it's not, not even the best gun in my bag. Hmm. Looks really cool and if I get a critical headshot it's great. Mm-hmm. But criticals don't come very easily, so usually it'll take two or three shots and by then I have fourteen other enemies beating me with <laughs> axes on the side of me. So yeah, like I said, it's um it's a decent game. It's if you if they get their problems fixed and get cross play and can get their servers to run consistently It's a fun game to run through with a couple of buddies just going around blowing shit up because when you do have a group and all of you have all these different powers, it's a spectacle to watch. You know, you got I'm throwing fucking volcanoes up out of the ground and I got another guy that's literally making like stalagmites impale enemies from up underneath the ground. So that part is cool. Hmm. I don't know how much replayability it's going to have. I'm me personally, I'm going to play through it till I beat it, but I don't know if I'm going to start another character. I just, hmm. unless I always know that I'm going to have somebody running with me. Right. Cause it is, I, unless you want to just keep your world tier down at like one or two, which is, you know, easy mode. Um, it's just frustratingly hard to clear all these areas by yourself without dying Cause once you've done it two or three times and you die, you, you just get to the point where you're pissed. Hmm. And that's going to, I think it's honestly, I think it's popularity is as much as it is right now is because there's nothing new out. Right. When these other big games start dropping new horizon, new ratchet, clank, ratchet, yeah. And clank. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to really put a hurt to two, outriders. And like I said, it's, it's not a terrible game. Um, Borderlands 1 wasn't awesome. It was solid, but it Mm. wasn't awesome. Borderlands 2 was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they get enough uh, momentum with this to turn this into a a series like Borderlands. Mm. We'll see. Uh, Speaking of Game Pass, so so yeah, final rating, uh, I'll say 6. Better than average, but not like super strong Hmm. um but now speaking of game pass the other exciting news and what will probably get me off of outriders here in about a week is mlb the show is coming to xbox Mm -hmm. i can finally tell your brother who was once the co-host of this show for about an episode or two (laughs) but i can finally tell him to kiss my fat ass because that was he used to always rub it in that PlayStation was better because they had MLB The Show, which was true. Uh, Xbox was very, very lacking in baseball games. Now, granted, I'm not a huge baseball fan as far as I'm not going to go sit and watch a game every day during the summer, but I am a video game fucking nerd. and Same thing with NBA 2K. I don't watch the NBA, but I play the fuck out of 2K except for this year because their game is trash, so fuck you, take two. Anyway, MLB The Show has consistently been just – from what I've heard, an awesome baseball game. Mm-hmm. And they're finally bringing it to Xbox, and it's free on on Game Pass day one. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to make like just this big, fat Babe Ruth slugger and see if I can make the majors. I, know.
1: I have to admit, a few, few years ago, Hunter, I say he bought it. He didn't buy it. He went to Family Video and rented it, and then the cashier made the mistake of – Telling him that, yeah, you know, because he asked about renting a console because Hunter didn't have one at the time. He was playing mine. And he goes, yeah, we had to stop doing that because, you know, legally we can't really do anything about getting it back. He goes, really? He goes, yeah. You know, if you rent a console, like, or you're, that game you're renting right now, like, we have, we can't keep, There's, we have no uh, recourse to get the game back. And the moment he said that, I'm like, well, you're not getting this fucking game back. I can tell right now. And. Sure enough. So anyway, I think I think it was three or four years ago. Hunter bought the show, and that's how we got it. And I played it a little bit, and yeah, it is. I again, I do not like baseball, but the the show mode is fucking really fun. I gotta
0: admit, that's what basically super create a superstar type, yeah. and Go yeah. through the minors, and yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited. Like I said, that's the kind of game where like if nobody's on, because look, I'm still gonna play the shit out of Warzone, and. uh Outriders and, and other stuff, but that that's the kind of game that, like, if I'm on during the day when nobody else is on, I'll be like playing through the career of that, just you know, having fun with that. So, mm. yeah, definitely looking forward to it. So, uh, I think that is uh nope. kinda... Godzilla versus King Kong. You saw it? Oh, why didn't you mention it? Uh, yeah, I just did <laughs> earlier. Asshole, mm. Godzilla versus Kong. I watched it. I liked it. That's our show. <laughs> no, um look, it's a monster movie. Yeah. All right, you're not going to don't expect to see uh you know, Oscar worthy Citizen Kane. Yeah, it's, you know, you're not going to get an Oscar worthy performance in it. It's a monster movie. It's action packed. There is a lot of action. Um, and, and it's all around, uh, you know, kind of a fun movie if you're into that kind of thing. Now, one bone I do have to pick mm-hmm. with Warner and whoever legendary films, whatever, their whole premise of this was one will fall. Mm-hmm. There was going to clear cut be a winner of their fight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bullshit. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean. They fight more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to be a genius to figure out the formula that, that that's going to happen here. Anytime you bring two iconic characters together.
1: Right. King Kong is getting ready to kill Godzilla, and then Godzilla no. says Martha, and then they
0: stop fighting. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, anytime you have two iconic characters that are pitted against each other, we all know what happens. Uh, some of the delivery is not always great, i.e. the Martha situation, but... But he brought it up Batman v Superman. You know that they're not going to, one's not going to kill the other, and that the movie is not going to end with them as enemies. Um, Freddy versus Jason. Same thing. Uh, Didn't Jason kill Freddy at the end of that? Yeah, but they ended up working, I believe, towards a common goal, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not.
1: Pretty sure that movie ended with Jason cutting Freddy's head off.
0: Maybe it did. All right. (laughs) Bad example. (laughs) Anyway, basically what happens is they fight once, one of them wins. They fight a second time, the other one wins. And then the big bad Mecha Godzilla, spoiler alert, comes out and they have to reluctantly join forces to rid the world of fucking bullshit 50-50 booking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. And oh, we got to talk about that, too. In
0: in the end <sighs> Yeah, in the end, there there is there is no clear-cut winner. Uh, one of them ends up basically being like the king monster on Earth, and the other one ends up basically ruling Hollow Earth, which is, if you've watched any of these movies and they've alluded to it, it is like the world within our world where all these titan monsters first originated from. It's like a complete ecosystem way down deep. Mm-hmm. Kind of far-fetched how they get there. Um but again, it's a movie. It's a monster movie. So, is it worth a watch? Yeah, it's entertaining mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of thing. There's my review of that. All right, cool. Um, Mania Sunday.
1: Yeah, is there? I, I, I'm the same way. They just is,
0: had their lowest rated raw ever
1: again. Yeah, because they've broken that record like five times yeah. in the last three. To years. be fair,
0: the the national championship game was going on at the same time. Yeah,
1: but yeah, is there a single?
0: Match on that card
1: that might make you log into Peacock and check out. No, I might watch the main event, Triple Threat between Edge, Bryan, and
0: Roman. Um, I I mean I wouldn't mind. I would have rather have seen just Edge and and Roman. I don't like the fact that they turned Edge heel and and brought Daniel Bryan in to me that tells me that somebody didn't feel like it was working, mm. that they weren't getting enough heat or, or whatever. I don't know what the case may be, but anytime you see them late in the game, bring in a third party or fourth, whatever, I mean, you, you and I've watched wrestling a long time and mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. When a program isn't working, they, they try and save it by turning it into a, some kind of triple threat or, or whatever stipulations. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't like what they're doing with that. Right. It's kind of weird. It's going to be two nights again, like it was last year. Stupid.
1: Especially considering night two is basically the main event and then a bunch of matches no one cares about at all. So, anyway.
0: And the other thing, and I know it's it's the situation. Well, do they have fans? Yeah. Mania will be the first event that they, they have fans. Then why the fuck are
1: they doing it in two nights? That's Because uh, because before, like two years ago, the show was seven hours long between the main card and the pre-show, and they're trying not to do that anymore. So,
0: okay, and you probably don't know this. Maybe you do, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you buy tickets to Mania, can you just buy one night?
1: I believe you can, yeah. See, that's
0: stupid. Why? The prices better be down. Like if if I can only get tickets to day one and I don't get a main event, I'm not fucking paying full price. You're getting a main event.
1: No, yeah, you get to see Drew McIntyre versus
0: Bobby Lashley. Two people I don't give a shit about. Right. Of course, I don't give a shit about any of them right now. Right. Yeah. I just I don't know. I miss the old days. Right. It just I know, it's stupid. Yeah.
1: It's kind of mm. why we don't watch it anymore. But
0: yeah. And, I mean, a big reason, though, I mean, not only are their programs shitty, but I cannot watch wrestling in front of an empty crowd. Yeah. That's the, to me, that's the best part of wrestling is the crowd pops and yeah. things like that. I mean. Many a night I've watched highlights of just pops. Me too. Triple H's return. Just two, yeah. two or three days ago. I don't even know. I was watching a YouTube video and, like, it. Here's something you might enjoy. One popped up, and I watched it. Oh, I know. I know what it was. I was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And apparently, WWE put out a top 10 WrestleMania crowd reactions video. They do a top 10, like, once a week. Yeah, I can't
1: remember if I watched that one. And uh,
0: of all time, they said. Right. And the 10 they had on there were just, some of them were, were decent. But not great by any means. What comes to mind as far as,
1: like, the worst example of, like, why is that on the top ten?
0: Oh, uh, fuck. I knew you were going to ask that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. I, I'm drawing a blank. Um, okay. Becky Lynch went in the title. Don't get me wrong. like Becky Lynch, and it was cool. But that, to me, I can think – hell, the time that Hulk Hogan – uh, WrestleMania twenty one, the night after he went to the Hall of Fame, wasn't on the card. He came out and he saved Eugene.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a very underrated pop. Underrated. That's yeah. one of the biggest fucking WrestleMania pops I've ever heard. I mean, and that underrated was underrated because it's not very. Yeah, it wasn't in their their top ten, right? And another one that wasn't in there, and and this is why I even got went down that rabbit hole, was because Matt Hardy. Somebody asked like. I did hear about this. Yeah. Somebody tweeted to Matt Hardy, like, why, are, you know, why aren't you in this? And he's like, because I work for AEW and, you know, I, that's basically it. He's like, I think it's bad decision making to ignore your past to protect your future. But, you know, he's like, you tell me. And then he linked the video of what, three or four years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. Of, of the Hardy Boys making their return in a big fatal four-way tag match. And that pop was right. fucking ridiculous. Um, I think you and I were watching it, not together, but we were texting at the time about it. Because I remember when, yeah. the, when the Hardy Boys came out, we, we both kind of mini-marked out and oh, yeah. was texting about it. But yeah, that, I would say that's probably up there in the top 10. Oh, 100%. Yeah, just like the, the Hogan moment, even though it wasn't during a match, that that has to be up there. Um, the Hogan versus Rock, like pre match, was in there, mm-hmm. which was big. But again, it's a pre match. So they're just kind of, it wasn't really like,
1: like the face off of where the match gets started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: When I think of like a pop, I'm like a big return or a three count of somebody that has. Been in a monster storyline for several months, and they're finally Brian winning, winning the, the title. title. Was that? I gotta uh, imagine that. Was yes, on there. the uh, the triple threat but mm-hmm. yes, that was one of them mm-hmm. when when he made Batista tap out. Um, I can't think of what else, but anyway, yeah, uh, they need to like go back and review some other WrestleManias because, uh, WrestleMania three. 93,000 people when Hogan fucking slammed and dropped the leg on Andre, you couldn't hear shit in that place. Mm. Granted, audio and stuff like that wasn't quite uh, right what it is today. But that was a fucking pop. Right. So. Yeah, that's uh, where we're at on that. So, yeah, I, I probably won't check it out. I'll I'm sure I'll get online and maybe see what happened. Speaking of Becky Lynch, there is a rumor that this is where she's coming back. Mm, uh, she's squirted that kid out. <laughs> Seth Rollins, dirty seed, mm. um, and she and it's rumored Ronda Rousey is going to be making a return. for I heard that too. rumor too. Yeah, which at this point I'm over Ronda Rousey. Like it really and and I don't know. Maybe she's playing it up for the character but to me it seems like she's got brock lesnar syndrome Mm -hmm. to where she's just there to collect a check doesn't give a shit about the business yeah i mean she was
1: a legit fan but i think with some of her comments she made after the fact about what it was like working there and she complained about the fans like you know people don't realize how much you sacrifice and how you're on the road all the time and they treat you like shit and it's like it is what it is i mean that's
0: That's no secret. I yeah. mean, you can get on
1: I was seen for 10 years and he well, seems pretty happy with yeah, the way things it, turned out. There
0: are tons and tons of documentaries about the very the, that struggle. Um you can go and watch uh what was the one that had Jake the Snake and Mick Foley and Oh, beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. Yeah. You want to know what the the world of wrestling is like? Go watch that. I mean, granted Healthcare and everything has, has made things way better, but as far as the travel schedules, granted, not now with COVID, but uh, before all that, it, it was still the same. Like you, You're you working like 300 and probably 20 to 30 days a year, mm-hmm. a lot of travel. You want to be a big-time pro wrestler? That's the sacrifice you got to make. It doesn't right. matter if you're fucking Ronda Rousey or right. whoever.
1: That was disappointing that she only left after a year because uh, – Outside of her mic skills, in the ring, she was pretty damn good. She picked it up pretty quick.
0: Yeah, no, very good. Yeah. Very good. And you could tell that, I mean, the heel turn, I think, was the beginning of the end for her. Mm -hmm. She shouldn't be a heel. I mean.
1: They kind of had to do that because the fans were starting to turn on her a little bit. Well,
0: not only that, but Becky. Became just massively. Yeah. yeah. when, When she started that whole the man gimmick, man people were just salivating for another Stone Cold, and that's basically what she she was.
1: She was the top star. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Never thought I'd see that day, but... So, yeah,
1: that... uh... Uh, Oh, did you hear Jericho's going to be on Broken Skull Sessions
0: with Stone Cold? Yeah, we just talked about that the other day. Okay. Not on the show, but in person. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and apparently Mike Tyson is involved now with AEW. Mm -hmm. I guess Jericho had a Awesome promo on AEW the other night that was all over Twitter. So, Mm. again, haven't watched a second of AEW, so I couldn't really comment on it. But Jericho's the man. Mm. I'm ready to wrap this up. All right. Yeah, me too. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for episode 55. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back here probably sometime next week. And uh, I am apparently stealing Dylan's PlayStation so that I can play a game that I've wanted to play for the last. like four years dude two or three years whenever it was days gone big zombie survival game so looking forward to to running through that this weekend and completely ignoring my girlfriend and uh hopefully this uh vaccine doesn't kill me and we'll be back here next week so i am d's that's dylan bye-bye we will see you next time